we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 I love this. Charlamagne is out. Just hilarious is here. Good morning! Peace to the planet! Jess is here. What up, Jess? Hey, Envy, what's going on? Now, yesterday I walked in, you said, Envy, you look like you tired. You Like you didn't get no sleep last night. Bro. It looked like you didn't sleep at all. Bro, you said you was going to come to the cabaret. The cabaret? You know, the cabaret. The cabaret? You said you was coming to the cabaret. You said you was coming to the Puerto Rican princess, princess cabaret. Correct. And she was looking for you. 
And, and sir, she saw me and she took it all out on me. <laughs> and now I, yo, I'm literally just coming into work. I just ran into work. From partying. Now let me tell you. So uh, Jocelyn Hernandez will be joining us this morning. Uh, yes. Last night she was performing at Starlets. Her cabaret was performing at yes. Starlets. Uh, she told us. She told Jess and myself that it was an early show. It was going to yes. start at six and yes. end at ten. <laughs> I knew that was. Play, play, cap. Play, play, my cap drop. Put play. the clues bombs or whatever you got. She came out. Yeah, I said she. I don't know if she was trying to be Lauren Hill or Anita Baker. Baby came out at ten. She came out at 10. She's supposed to come out at 8.30. She came out at 10. But listen. But it's 6 now. So why, how, did y'all stay there all night? No, nah, listen. They had an after party. Then I had the after party. Oh and then goodness. I met Dave Chappelle. You never know who you meet in a room. That's why you can't judge certain people. Right? Jocelyn Hernandez was there with Dave know, Chappelle? No, that's not it. So we, just gonna get say, to it. we just went to Jocelyn Hernandez at Starlins and then Dave Chappelle. I'm like, Dave Chappelle was at Starlins with Jocelyn? No. Okay. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. So what happened? I met somebody in a room. Mm-hmm. At Jocelyn's uh, cabaret, mm-hmm. that was like, hey, Dave Chappelle wants to meet you. You want to meet Dave Chappelle tonight after this party? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, cool. He's doing a party. I mean, he's doing a show. I was like, he's doing a show in New York. Yeah, he always does these little small open mics, blah, blah, blah. I've heard that, never saw it, right? Right, right, right. Donna Rollins was here a couple weeks ago. He told us. I thought I, I thought Shorty was bluffing. She took me there. I could tell that she was she was real. In in the middle of the of the cab away, it was her. She was looking like Miss Honey, the, the teacher from uh, Matilda. Okay, okay. I was like, God damn, what you doing in here? She was like, Oh, you know, I'm just here. I was like, Oh, why? Right. She don't want nothing to do with what's going on here. She probably is like a higher up person. Right, right, right. right. Anyway, roll with her to see Dave. Met Dave. Chilled with Dave. It's- oh my God! Heard Dave Chappelle. Freestyle a set mm-hmm. and just spent the not spent the night with him. Don't y'all relax. Whoa! But like I spent a long time there, just getting to know who I look up to. Right, right, right. It was a great experience, and I looked up and it was four o'clock. <laughs> and you was like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta be. I gotta be, gotta somewhere, be somewhere. Right. <laughs> Fell asleep in the Uber Black, and I came straight here. All right. Well, where's your sister? Did you leave her at the club? Yeah, she's still probably drunk somewhere. <laughs> My son is somewhere. Jesus I don't know. Christ. Me and Los got to work. That's all, right. all we know. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to get the show cracking. We got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us. So this is what I learned. I learned Jess Hilarious without with uh, Jocelyn Hernandez, who's going to be joining us next hour. <laughs> I learned that she seen a random white person and a random white person said, follow me. And you followed her. Hey, yo! <laughs> you followed a random white person. Didn't know where they were going. I swear. And, and you know, you could have went to another country like they did that to us before. But you can't, you followed the random white person. But she led you to Dave Chappelle. Yes, it was the only white in the middle of all of the, the, the Bronx blacks. <laughs> so it was like, okay, what are you here for? And she was like, I'll tell you what I'm here for. And she took me there. Oh, my goodness. All right. We're going to kick it with Jess uh, uh, Teslin Figaro when we come back. Also, they got one hour left to find those people on the submarine. And that was only one hour. One hour left. Seven and o'clock. And submersible. Yeah. They said after seven o'clock, there's going to be no more oxygen for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Front page news next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne yeah. the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here, our co-host. Yes. Charlemagne is out for a couple of days. And let's get in some front page news. Morning, Teslin. Good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Jess Hilarious. Congrats on meeting your uh, your mentor, I guess. Is that, was that what you would yes. call that? Yes. Oh, my God. Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest mentors yeah. to have when you are a stand-up comedian. That's right. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> now, on this list every morning, we have a list of subjects that we discuss. 
And mm-hmm. uh, I bumped that list a little bit because I'm into this submarine. I don't know if y'all out I there into like, this submarine. You got me into it too. You said they got one hour <laughs> they left. They got we one need hour to, left. Tez, you need to fill us in, yeah, mama. Just a little feeling if you can. Please. They got one yeah. hour left. And you bumped it in. You bumped it in yesterday too, just for those who are listening. <laughs> so, 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 just so people know, because and and this is, I'm, I'm glad you did bump it in because I do want people to know, you know, like how this works when we're doing the front page news. So I'm in LA, as as Envy likes to r- remind folks. So I'm up at 3 a.m. in the morning. So when we're getting these stories, whether it's this story or any other story, a lot of these stories I'm preparing the night before. And so the updates when we're doing developing stories, whether it's on the uh, the submersible, whether it's on a a mass shooting, anything that happens within the last 24 hours, I am depending upon information coming from the Associated Press uh, the night before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that information doesn't change because I'm literally up in the middle of the night when I. Mm-hmm. Uh, come log in with you guys Mm -hmm. so yesterday just to do a quick update we were talking about it not being a toilet on the submersible and at that particular time they did not report that there was a a toilet you know they said Mm -hmm. that the five people standing uh, that were on the submersible uh had to sit crisscross applesauce that they couldn't even stand up and so a lot of a lot of the analysts were saying you know that it that they had to use uh, the restroom in uh bottles so getting off the air just to make a long story short getting off the air uh, when they another update they came out with ABC saying that there was, you know, some type of way to relieve themselves. And I believe it looks kind of like a, a what, like a porta pot, uh, kind of like a bedpan type of thing. So there's not mm-hmm. a physical restroom, but there is something to relieve themselves. So I wanted to make that quick correction. Uh, but yes, 7, 10 a.m. Uh, is when they said they will be running out of oxygen wow. uh, on the submersible. Uh, still a lot of crews out there trying to figure out what those sounds were. A lot of folks were saying, you know, well, the ocean's not... Uh, a quiet place so you could be hearing sound from anywhere but they said that the patterns is what they're finding encouraging but again no guarantee they don't know what the sounds are they're still trying to figure it out they've been in close contact uh, with the family you know to just kind of let them know they're trying to keep hope uh, alive and then I just went on a deep dive with the pun intended oh, on, wow. on this on this story and just saw a lot of folks who uh, you know this is not the first time that people have actually went down to the Titanic you right. know humans have done this before um, and there was one guy that said uh, when he went down that they that the uh, the submersible they were in got caught in the propeller and it took them about two hours just to you know to uh, be able to remove themselves from the propeller mm-hmm. so this has happened before but just as a point of clarity whales don't even uh, go down this deep yeah. uh this is like the the as deep as a grand canyon twice wow. uh so we're talking about a really really deep uh in the ocean and so we're just gonna keep you know seeing what happens you don't know what's down in. Mm-hmm. you don't know if it's another type of species you right. don't know i'd be thinking different like extraterrestrial type of stuff i'd be thinking different that's what they were saying they were saying when you go to a, a certain depth there's like uh fish with like fangs yeah all these type of squids mm-hmm. that are like 15 feet long. You just never you know just, just what never you can know. uncover under there. Like, Mm-mm. we've never, I mean, down there. We've never been down there. That's not even for human life. Now, uh, I know you want to jump into the store employee that calls cops on a black couple for buying high-ticket items. What happened in this situation? Mm. Yeah, uh, quickly, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond is facing online backlash after staff at an Ohio store called the police on a black couple and accused them of shoplifting because they had too many high-ticket items in the cart. Uh, Lamar Richards asked why the police were called, and one of the workers uh, asked the employee that called the police to join the conversation. Let's take a listen to the exchange and talk about it on the other side. Mm-hmm. You called the police while we were still on this side of the store. We were here for over an hour. So you called the police when we first really got in here. Okay, time out. I understand. No, we don't go time out. I, no, we don't go time out. Coming up, I hear what okay. you're saying. Sure, come on. They want to know why they want to talk to you. 
to the person who did it and they want to know why they were basically what you're Yeah, well, we were profiled, exactly. You call? It's my right. It's your right to do what? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you hear right. So, your right to do what? It's my right to call. Because you thought the three black people were shoplifting, why? They didn't say that. You called the police and you said we have a potential shoplifter. Hmm. So, you did say that. Hmm. Yeah, see, wow. I, I'm petty. See, what, what I would do is I would buy everything possible that my American Express can handle, and then I would return it all, or I would go home, and I have a jar full of pennies, and I would pay with pennies, and I would make them count out every last <laughs> goddamn penny yeah. in that mother effing store, and then after I buy it, then I would return it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah. would definitely, I would be that petty. I would want to put those workers and, and those people in such a, a problem, in a place of uncomfortability, mm -hmm. that they would never do that again. Yeah. Well, in this case, uh, since Bed Bath & Beyond, a great idea for those who are looking for petty ways to do stuff. But in this case, Bed Bath & Beyond is closing. So all of their stores are closing right. on June 30th. So it is going to be a final sale. Yeah. And some of the party cities, just as FYI, is also closing and the Bye Bye Baby store. So a great idea. But in this case, there were final sales. And oh. so I guess they were assuming, mm -hmm. you know, that maybe people were being, you know, in their shoplifting. Now, this uh, particular couple just bought a new home. So they came in and, and he went Perfect, further on yeah, to say, you absolutely. know, yeah, this was a closing sale. You know, I didn't know I had to get, uh, I could only get a certain amount of items. And I just want to give you a couple of facts. Mm. Um, let's see what the FBI says about mm. the shoplifting, because, you know, I love facts. 61% of property crimes, which include shoplifting, 61% uh, were committed by white people, 32% by black people. So mm -hmm. uh, less than half of who's actually being arrested for shoplifting are black people. So that was a profiling gone wrong. Mm. Um, and then just so folks know that people are not making this up, uh, Case Western uh, assistant professor uh, did a study in New York on middle and working class black consumers out of 55 of those interviewed 80% said they experienced microaggressions uh, and only uh, and being profiled as shoplifters uh, the microaggressions just so people understand that's when you're being followed around mm -hmm. if you're asking you know if you need any additional help if you're being ignored you know those types of things so this is a real thing and the survey also showed that white employees uh, white employees uh, were even found to profile black consumers so uh, this is a real thing. There's also a case study about this as well and lawsuits where people have sued and uh, won, you know, based on this type of profiling. That's crazy that they was getting judged for buying too many high ticket items. Me and my boyfriend just went there and spent $741 because they are closing. So right, everything right. is like between 60 to 75 percent off. Right. Everything. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get high ticket uh, and nothing is high ticket we're gonna get high ticket items Correct. low ticket items everything like we almost spent a thousand bucks and got like so much stuff for the mm -hmm. house because everything is like yeah. 75 percent off I, I just think it's so i don't understand that i don't think it's it, it's so sad because i don't think there's a a black person or a minority person listening yeah. that hasn't been followed in the store before or hasn't felt disrespected like like their money doesn't matter their yeah. money doesn't count when they go into a particular store it mm. could be there it could be anywhere it could be when they try to purchase a car and I know we gotta go but one one situation I was a, a, a teenager mm. and I was in one of these stores one time and my father was with me and, and me and my father you know I went one way my dad went the other way mm. and mm. Uh, my dad knew a security guy that was in there because it was my dad's ex-partner and the guy was mm -hmm. actually following me around and didn't know that I was, it was, it was, was my son. son. Yeah. 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 And my dad wow. was like, well, why are you following my son? He was, why are you following him? He was like, oh, nah, we just looking to make sure he doesn't steal anything. So my dad was like, that's wow. my son. But so that that's what they do, which is sad, but mm. very sad. And I'm sorry that that couple had to go through that and yeah. deal with that. But yeah. that is front page news. We'll see you in a couple minutes, Tez.
Absolutely. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. Get it off your chest. And Jocelyn Hernandez will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Here, Envy, you know the vibes is mellow. What's the word? Mellow, what's poppin', man? Hello. Say what's up to Jess. Yo, man. Yo, what's up, Jess? How you feeling? I'm good, baby. What's up? Yo, first of all, don't call me baby. I love you. All right, so boom, right? <laughs> I have a real, like, that's what need to get off my chest. Like, can you let the world know that natural women are still in? Mm. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm tired of all these BBLs. And I'm mm. not talking about Brazilian butlers. Because there's women with Brazilian butlers who look good. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, mm-hmm. scissors, she thick skin and Steve Harvey mustache. We, like, we that <laughs> But I'm not going to hold you. Like, I'm the BBL I'm talking about is the booty and baby legs. Like, stop it. I don't want to see that in the sundress. I don't, like, I don't want to see you in them wrestling suits. Like, your time is kind of in the winter. Like, <laughs> enough is enough. I'm with you, Melo. I, mean, I love him. I think we need to get back to the just natural beauty. I mean, what it's yeah. doing out there to a lot of these kids, a lot of these children, where they feel like they want to be their, their, their favorite celebrity yeah. is very scary. I, there's nothing more beautiful than than just a, a beautiful woman with, that's natural, has natural curves. I, yes. I love it. I agree with you, yes. Melo. Yes. Word, word two. And then they have the nerve to start workout plans. Like what? Come on. Well, well, listen. I am gonna say um, that they have to they they have to work out to keep that BBL up, babe. You can't just get a BBL and then expect to look good just because you got a BBL. You have to work out, so that's why they working out, babe. Hello, who's this? Hello, DJ Envy. This is Jamaica. I live in North Carolina, Fayetteville, to be exact. Okay, what's what up? I want to get off my chest is how upset I am that Jocelyn Hernandez. Is a guest on the show today. Mm. I don't know Big Leg. I saw the video, and when I saw the video, I wanted to come to the screen and serve Jocelyn. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, she the, the need to bre- run up on a real one like me. All right, Jamaica. Mm. I mean, I could tell if your name is Jamaica, I could tell you're a real one. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, this 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 show is the is the perfect balance of righteousness and ratchet. You know, yeah. you know, one day we'll have uh somebody talking about, you know, Juneteenth and and and, and one the next day we'll have a, a politician on and then the next day we'll have Jocelyn on. That's that's yeah. why this show is the Breakfast Club. Yeah. We have a little bit of everything. Yes, I love on. Breakfast Club. But I this is my thing. For so long, Jocelyn's behavior and her attitude has been that she can do what she wants, say what she wants, run up on people. And I didn't like the fact that I saw the video, there was guys and girls that was with Jocelyn that also attacked this girl. Jocelyn smacked somebody in the back of the head that had nothing to do with nothing and then got mad when the girl threw a drink on her. It's like, everybody keeps condoning, everybody keeps hyping it up, and she just needs to meet her match, and I just want her to know I am her match. Okay, Jamaica, calm down. We don't want you to go to jail. Jamaica, calm down. Sounds like you got something to live for. You got some kids and some babies and something. Calm down. It, 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 oh, they it, all grown, so it's whatever. It, 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 it ain't worth it, Jamaica. Jamaica, we're not bailing you out. Calm down. Calm down. But Jamaica. we will discuss that, and we will talk to her about that today. We're going to talk to her. So, you know, she will be joining yeah. us next hour. But Jaz, Jamaica, calm down, okay? <laughs> See, y'all got Jocelyn on the show today. I should be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, we, y'all ready to go to the room. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Jamaica, what are you doing next week? Because I need some security when I'm in L.A. Do you feel like working? <laughs> Just ask me. You know what? This is really funny that you said this, DJ Envy, because people around here that know me, 
they know me. Like what you see is what you get. This is me all the time. I'm serious. I, how, how much do you charge? I, I need an <laughs> right, like, extra in soldier life. just in case. <laughs> For you, it'll be free just to come in and meet you, Charlemagne, and maybe even Jess, because I love Jess. Oh, love I love you, you love too, you, baby. Well, thank you, Jamaica. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. It's a new day! This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up! Wake up! Whether you're mad... Or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800 585 1051. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. 
Hello, who's this? This is Louie. Hey, Louie, get it off your chest. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, um, honey. So, what I wanted to know was, in the form, the stupid form that we have to fill out when it's race, you have to put white, black, Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you guys talk about statistics, is Hispanics included in that white? Oh, you talk about the shoplifters? Yeah. Well, let's go to Tez on yes. line one. Tez. Yeah, great question. Um, and again, uh, I guess since you have Miss Hernandez on the show, that was one of the things that people were bringing up uh, last week when she was arrested that she identified as white uh, on mm. her. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew that, but she identified as white. That was a big thing going on uh, as well. So uh, people, uh, according to the census, you can uh, if you're going to identify with being uh, uh, having Hispanic. And then what is your actual race? Some people identify as black. Some people identify as white who come from, you know, who have an Hispanic origin. Right. So that's a great question. And that was a big deal uh, on last week because, you know, there was the conversation, I guess, that she was having about race with Amber Rose. Oh, yes. and so, yeah. So people brought mm-hmm, people brought that up and said, well, wait a minute, you are identifying as white. So great question. And that particular stat that I was using just to answer her question in the FBI, that particular one was saying black. So it could have been uh, people who have, you know, Hispanic uh, heritage and not because it just says black. It just depends on how you identify. No, you didn't say Spanish or Hispanic. I did. Like, because every time we say someone black, I throw my yeah. Hispanic people in there because they they with us. So I just always yeah. throw them in as minorities. Yeah, no, there are some, there are some, and there are some, some studies that, that do break that down. But according to the FBI, again, going by the census, it all depends on how the Hispanic wants to identify. Some identifies white, like George, George Zimmerman, for example. Uh-huh. Or you may have some Hispanics who, you know, may say, Hey, I'm Afro Latina and I'm going to identify as black, you know, Cardi B. These are questions yeah. that people yeah. have, have talked about many, many times. It just all depends on, you know, what you want to k- check the box for. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Who's this? Hey, how's it going, man? This is this is Big O calling out of Charlotte, North Carolina. What's up, Big O? Man, get, get it off your chest, yo, bro. I'm blessed to, blessed to be here, man. I've been listening to y'all show for years, man. Um, I want to shout everybody out, let them know, be blessed today, man. Um, I lost my sight, man. Um, mm. In the pandemic, I was driving 18 wheelers, man. I'm 35 years old. I got a daughter that's 14. I got three children. I'm a father of three. I'm out here trying to trying to make it the best way I can, man. Um, Road is big in sport. How'd you lose your vision, brother? Yeah. Well, my brake my brake failed on my trailer, and um, I had to make a split decision, man. Um, I either had to hit the car in front of me, where I would have took their life, or take the wall. So I took the wall in order to save my um, save other people's lives. I'm down here with no sight because of that. Yeah, we're blinded. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yep. So, Nineteen sorry, hours of surgery, resuscitated five times, and mm. I'm still living. And you still here? I was ready to say, listen to you. For a reason, you're brother. still here. Well, we appreciate. Yeah, you. I wanted to. Show, if it's possible, DJ Envy, I'd like to um, give out my uh, cash app if anybody want to help. Hold on, hold on, it. hold on. Let me get your cash app. Go ahead. What's yeah. the cash app, brother? Dollar sign. The letter O. W I L L nine seven three. Nine seven three. Okay, that's O W I L L nine seven three. Uh, listeners out there, o- Omar was a, was a truck driver. Uh, his brakes went out on his truck, um, and instead of crashing into the car in front of him, he decided to move it out the way and crash into a wall. And because of that, he had to have numerous surgeries. He was resuscitated, and he lost Twice. his vision. Let me ask you a question: Was that your truck you were driving? Mm. Um, yes, sir. I was driving with the company. 
So you can't sue the company for not having brakes? Right, like, you're not right. doing the right thing with the brakes? Well, well, the problem in, um, the problem here, man, is, um, you know, when you drive on a rock, the rules play a little different. Did you talk to an attorney? Yeah. Not- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying, man. Yeah, I mean, did you talk to a pit bull attorney? Like, like one that's, that's like a serious attorney? Um, no, I had a few. And where, and where, and where did this happen? Where, 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 where's the business located? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. I, I got an attorney. I don't know if he does work out of North Carolina. His name is Haddad. Steve Haddad. He gets... He gets a lot of money for people when you need it. He's a great attorney. He's also a great friend of mine. I'm gonna reach out to him and see if he could, you know, look into this case. Maybe he can help you out a little bit because he he gets he gets to the money. Yeah. Man, I appreciate it, man. I, I thank y'all for what y'all do too, man. I, I get up every morning and listen to you guys, man. And uh just hilarious and all of them, man. Y'all be having me cracking up. Mm-hmm. All right, so brother. I'm gonna throw some money in the cash app too. Yeah. O Will973. O W I L L973. And Steve Billion, Steve Adad, if you're listening, call me, man. We going we got we gotta make sure this brother's okay. Yeah. That's that's my, my my good friend and one of my attorneys. But uh oh well, you you stay on hold right fast hey. and then uh, let me get your info, okay? Yes, sir. Steve Price sleep. Nah, he yeah. up. I, I I seen him this morning, he up. Six twenty six. You seen your lawyer? No, I seen him, but First I seen him post something this- on Instagram. I seen him post. Say, come on, why are you seeing this man? Nah, nah. Six a.m. No, cool. it's on Instagram. You know when you see something on Instagram, oh, like okay, I see him okay. up this so morning. Okay, so he's just active now. Yeah, he's active. I was gonna say, why are you stop past his house? This nah, morning? nah, he passed. Okay. Yo, you stupid. Yo. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now, Jess, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we do. Don't ask me like I know. Well, we're gonna be talking about Boosie. Oh, uh, he was granted a bomb, but he wasn't released. Really? Yes. Well, we'll talk about Boosie when we come back. You ain't no, yo. You ain't S. All right. Just All right. hilarious to see it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Just hilarious is here. I am. Charlemagne is out a couple of days. Let's get to the rumors. It's just for the mess of my music. This is The Rumor Report. Just for my music. Allegedly on The Breakfast Club. Honey, it's ghetto up in here. So Boosie is asking San Diego residents to protest on his behalf. Yesterday, Boosie sent out a tweet asking the people of San Diego to protest outside the courtroom today. This is very interesting, okay? So he asked for a bail, and it was granted, but Mm -hmm. it didn't let him out. And he already paid. He paid. The judge approved it, but the prosecutors was like, no, we're not going to let you out. I didn't even know that that could happen, but you learn something new living in this world every day. The prosecutors denied it. Then they made an official request to keep him detained right because it wasn't official they was just saying we weren't gonna let you we're not gonna let you out after he paid and he thought he was ready to get out they didn't it was an official request to keep him in there and boosie is like but they don't have no real proof to keep me detained right so that's why he was asking the people of san diego to protest outside you know what i'm saying just like they did in the movie lean on me right for, for uh, morgan freeman and he got out but i, I don't think this is gonna happen uh for boosie in this case like this yeah. i didn't know that that could happen like that that yeah. a judge can approve it but the, the prosecutor. prosecutors be, can be like nah I didn't know that either. I thought usually the prosecutor yeah. can make a recommendation and the 
judge you know, decides what the, the judge wants to do. Right, I thought the, the judge, judge usually, had the last say. Right, usually they judge, I would think, has the last say. But this is what bothers me here. Usually mm. you hold somebody if they're a danger to society mm. or if they're a flight risk. Yeah. You know Boosie ain't going nowhere. Nope. Boosie is an artist. He's a performer. He performs. He has a huge house in Atlanta. He has a mm-hmm. bunch of kids. We know Boosie ain't going anywhere. Yep. I say he, he paid the whatever whatever it was, the $50,000 uh, yeah. bail. And he did. Let the man go out until his court date. I don't see a problem with it. Boosie didn't hurt anybody. Now, yeah. he violated, allegedly, his, his probation, yeah. but he didn't hurt anybody, so he should be able to uh, go into his court date, Especially in my after paying. Yes. I can see if he didn't pay it. And does he get the money back? Because he was not let go. He wasn't released. Correct. He should get that money back, but they should yeah. release him. They should they definitely just release him. should release him, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Cardi B is beefing with the stepson with the stepson of somebody on a submarine? What? Oh, this is going to hit you at home because you know you worried about the people in that submersible. You see, I got CNN on. I want to see what's going I, I on. I want to see if they pull those people out. This, this white man is really throwing me off here. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Go. Uh, it's all good. All right, well, listen. If you don't know, okay, so uh, we covered in front page news for the last two days. We've been talking about the submarine being stuck down. They went down to see what's going on with the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Now, the stepson of one of those British millionaires, he's a British millionaire. He's on the I think submarine. British billionaire. Brit- British billionaire. billionaire I'm sorry. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's the son of one of them. Now, he posted a picture of himself at a concert, a Blink-182 concert, right? Mm-hmm. And... um. He he captioned it might be t- it might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at a Blink One Eighty Two show as it's my favorite band and music helps me in difficult times. Cardi B didn't like that. She took to uh, her live to talk about how she did not uh, not she didn't appreciate seeing it, but she was just like, "This is why I rather have love because he's supposed to be you know like you know trying to figure out what's going Destroyed. on with his dad. Hurt. Like, why are Absolutely. you at a concert? You know what I'm saying?" In my opinion, I feel like, all right, just mind your business a little bit. You don't know the relationship between he and his dad. You don't know how some people cope. It may be different. You don't know. Who's to say he don't love his dad? Who's to say that he didn't cry all these days leading up to him going to this Blink-182 concert? We got audio, though, because his response was he came back at Cardi. What did he say? Thanks for the love and the support. Here are the facts, okay? Believe it or not, I have about $100 to my name. I can't go out to the ocean. I have a legal situation keeping me here as well. I can't get on a flight. I don't have a passport. Mm. I was sitting here yesterday watching the news for two days straight. I go to a Blink-182 show because they have a ticket. It wasn't like I was having super fun. It wasn't like I was celebrating, having a great time. I was kind of Mm. just listening to some of my all-time favorite songs, kind of like nodding my head Mm -hmm. and just trying to get off the phone for like, maybe like two hours or so and come right back into the drama. The submarine is stuck at the damn Titanic. There's nothing I can do for the situation at all. So that's the truth. See, this is the thing, right? Opinions Mm -hmm. are are like booty holes, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody got one. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, I agree with Cardi B. Now, yeah, I don't know their relationship. I don't know how cool they are. But if your mom, if that's her husband... I just feel like, in my opinion, not knowing their relationship, but I wouldn't want my stepson to be at a new edition concert talking about every little step I take. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want him to be singing poison mm-hmm. while I'm stuck in, 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 the, in the bottom of the ocean. Because when I come up, I'm going to feel away. Oh, I'm almost dead and you sitting there at a concert watching Jay-Z and Pharrell perform? Mm-hmm. Are you watching Beyonce perform because you got what, the tickets? Well, no. Where, where do you want him to be? In the, in the corner, balled up crying until you come back up? If you come back up? 
uh, be next to your mom. Be next to, to make sure mom. your mom is okay. Be next okay. to my wife. You know what I mean? Even though okay. that you're not my real, quote unquote, real son, you're my you. stepson. But you know, at least con- con- you know, condole your mom. I mean, I, I only got one forty more minutes to live, right? Well, forty more minutes you. of oxygen. I so now, after if I pass and you want to go celebrate and party and all that other stuff, but I think that I would want. Show a little compassion, I would think. Yeah. People will say, well, oh, people deal with, you know, things differently. 182 took his mind off of it. And yeah. I, I, if, if one of my sons or daughters or stepson or, or stepdaughters, if I had one, was hanging at a concert while mm-hmm. I was possibly dying, I think I would feel a way if I got back yeah. out. I got you. I agree with him, though. I agree with him. But he did say, like, say he started going in. Now, Cardi B didn't disrespect him. Right. All she did was say, yo, I think that you she should gave her opinion, be. Right. She gave her opinion, you know, like, and, and it wasn't disrespectful. You know, sometimes people give opinions and it becomes an, an like an insult. Correct. And they coming at you. She wasn't. She was just literally saying, like, yo, you should be at home with your family. Right. Praying for your dad. So much like that. He was upset. He felt like he was being came at. He said, Cardi B, we all know your latest releases are trash. But is your career desperate for attention now? Like, you know, he just was coming at her. I think that's crazy. He also said, what a trash celeb. Cardi B trying to get clout off me and my family suffering. I went to a Blink-182 concert for coping rather than sitting at home and watching the news. Shame on you, Cardi. Get some class. I think that was unwarranted. That was uncalled for. It was unnecessary. See, this is the thing. You put the fact that you went on a Blink-182 concert. Yeah. She didn't guess that. Yep. She didn't find out from a friend. Mm-hmm. You posted it. So once you posted, yeah. people can leave a comment based off how yeah. they felt. And that's how she felt. Yeah. She didn't look you up to see what you were doing that night. No, you posted it and it went viral and she left a comment on it. And also, I don't know if you know, young man, but Cardi B's been spitting the last couple of uh, records that she's released. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? She's been selling out a couple of arenas. Even so her features. I, the yeah. Features, I, I don't, her, her I don't think Cardi B fell off anywhere. I think no. she's actually doing pretty fine out yeah. there. I just think he got upset and said what all the other people all her other haters were saying about uh, she trash she this she that right. but um, I, I do agree with her not coming at the way he cope but I do agree with you too like look I, I agree that he shouldn't have came at her like it's just like alright let her see what she gonna say cause she wasn't disrespecting you but I was just like uh I think that he can cope any way he want to cope. All right. Yeah, stop looking at the TV. There's nothing on there about the submersible. No, nah, it is right now. It says that they're still looking. It should have about maybe 10 more minutes of air to pull up or whatever they have to do, and they haven't seen anything yet. This is very interesting. They got a lot. They're covering a lot. I didn't know. I didn't, okay, it says race against time. God yes. damn. All right. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, Teslin Figaro will be joining us. We're going to kick it with her. Also, Charlemagne is out. So if you want to give somebody donkey of the day, it could be anybody. It could be your mama, your baby mama, your kids, your coworker. It could be anybody. 800-585-1051. Get whoever you want donkey of the day. You know what? What? They're going to give this submarine stepson the donkey. I, I I'm sure it. somebody's going to say that. I feel it. Yep. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, Jess Laris is here. Charlemagne's out for a day or two. And let's get in some front page news. Tesla Figaro, good morning. Good morning. I am back. Good morning. All right. Just a, a quick sports. Porzingis went to the Celtics. Uh, Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. All right. Now, Tyreek Hill, he also uh, was uh, allegedly slapped a man on the neck in a fishing boat altercation. So we'll see if charges are brought up against him. And Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz will be boxing August 5th in Dallas. This will be a, a 10-round fight. Mm. Now, let's get to some news. Now, police say Idaho dad killed neighbors over alleged incident exposure by neighbor's oldest son. What happened? 
happen here. Yeah, this is a this is a doozy here. Um, so bear with me as I try to break this down as simple as I can. Mm-hmm. So an Idaho father, uh, his name was Major John Kaler, killed a neighboring family because he was upset that the neighbor's 18-year-old son had reportedly exposed himself to the man's children. Now, I'm going to summarize this as best I can. There were two families, the Kalors and the Smiths. Now, they shared a duplex. And as you know, when you share a duplex, you, you know, share a yard. Yeah. Um, the 18-year-old, Devin Smith, exposed himself in front of his bedroom window in view of Kaler's young daughters while they were playing in the yard several days before this past Sunday. And Sunday was the actual shooting incident. Now, the exposure uh, incident was reported to the police, but while they were waiting on the investigation, this past Sunday on Father's Day, the two families got into an argument over how the allegation was being handled. Things escalated and Kaler shot two adults, uh, which was the 65-year-old grandfather and the 41-year-old daughter. uh, And then he shot them near the door. Then he went in the house and killed the two sons uh, who were 18 and 16. So he's killed all this entire family. Now, his wife uh, told the police that her husband warned authorities that if there was uh, another indecent exposure, uh, if if that was to happen again, he was going to take care of it himself. Now, she interpreted that as, you know, possibly beating, beating up the guy. Um, and so when after he uh, killed all of all of the people, uh, he gave his wife his his wife his wallet and said, "Make sure you know that the child tell the children that I protected them." Damn. So four people murdered uh, as a result of this incident. Damn. Nice. And now what? Uh, just just a quick question. I know race has nothing to do with it, but I'm just curious. I'm always curious. Were they white? Were they black? Were they Asian? Yeah, Were they Hispanic? Yeah, yeah. The killer was a white guy. This, this is such a sad case because you yeah. would hope that the police would, would have been able to, to, to figure this out fast enough. You know what I mean? And I'm mm-hmm. sure they wanted that, that young man to be locked up. But, you know, as a father, not to say that I agree or that I'm saying that I would or anything like that. But if somebody exposes themselves to your child, sometimes you don't know what you would do. You know what I mean? You, you look at your daughters or you look at your kids as so innocent and, and such yeah. little angels. And, and the fact that somebody is, is exposing himself will make you definitely absolutely positively wild out. Mm-hmm. Uh, not wild out to the fact that you would go kill a whole family, though, but it, it would definitely make you want to wild out where you want to put hands on somebody. But also, you got to think it's an 18-year-old boy, and the fact that the 18-year-old boy is doing it, maybe he's having some problems. Maybe there's something wrong with him. Maybe he needs some help, you know? So yeah. you got to kind of... And they did say that. They yeah. did say that just... And not to make excuses for, you know, a predator, but it, it was... Uh, they did say that he had some disability issues and had a hard time responding to social cues. Um, and this particular couple also has shared previous memes uh, about how to catch a predator and about, you know, uh, basically murdering somebody you know if they were ever so they were already hyper alert you know on this so i don't know and again this is i'm not alleging anything speculation i don't know if this had happened before you know if because again this is still developing this just happened on father's day uh so we don't know you know has this been something recurring you know what what has happened you know before um that that made you know him go all the way you know to to the edge uh with that and and I do uh, want to just let people know what the charges are because people may not have ever you know heard of these type of charges. But uh, he was charged with premeditated and or to execute vengeance. Uh, the other killings were allegedly premeditated to execute vengeance and or committed uh, the bur- a burglary as well under Idaho law. Idaho law. 
um, burglary is entering a house or an apartment uh, with an intent to uh, commit a felony such as murder. And then, you know, I, I got this for you also because I know MD always asking about the gun laws. And so in Idaho, uh, you do not need a state permit to purchase or possess uh, any rifle, shotgun or handgun in the state. It is an open carry state. So anybody 18 and older can carry a weapon without a license, open mm. or concealed, as long as they have not been banned from having a gun. So now, question, very interesting story here. Would, would uh, an, an insanity plea work here? I mean, because the fact that it's, you know, it's your, your kids and your family. And sometimes when somebody messes with your kids, you do turn black. And, and I mean, not black as you know that, but you just wild out. Uh, is, would an insanity plea even remotely work there? Yeah, I mean, well, anything is possible, you know, without, you know, without knowing exactly what they're going to do. But I'm, I mean, you can pretty much say it's fair to say that, you know, that this was something that just, you know, made the guy snap. You know, I don't know. But I think any any good defense attorney is going to try to figure out some type of way, you know, to see what they can do to to get some type of uh, relief, you know, for for uh, the guy. But again, when you talk about killing all four, you know, the grandfather and the mother and, you yeah. know, the two kids, I don't you know, I don't know you know how that that's going to look. But it looks like this guy was pretty calm about it. He didn't run. He didn't whatever he took, gave his wife and stuff and said, hey, it is what it is let them know i protected him so seems that he's Jesus. you know seems to be pretty you know like hey I, I i'm standing on it i did it and and that's that which a lot of fathers you know i'm sure feel the same way so this is one of those kind of stories like how do you yeah. you know you can't really sympathize with the perpetrator yeah. you, uh, you know with the uh the predator if you will yeah. but then as a parent you like I don't know, you know, yeah, I want I mean, to come to mind. The first thing I know, I know a lot of dads would be like, yeah, I would do the same thing. Nah, F that. But you mm -hmm. also got to think about it. You make that that permanent decision. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. you never see your kids again. Now, mm -hmm. you right. know, you, you say you protect your kid in that one moment. But now who protects your kids for the next 30 yeah. years of their life? Right. You know? uh, very sad case. Right. Very sad, sad case. Damn. All right. Well, sorry, I ended on that note, but I was yeah, gonna say, damn, it just got so quiet. <laughs> All right. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about that now. You know, the you know the submarine, they have no more the oxygen. I know. If he is really like, committed to this submarine, girl. it is a very interesting story, though. People were getting upset and say, "Why y'all so into it?" Because it's just it's it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fascinating. Damn. All right. Sad. All mm -hmm. right. Well, thank you, Tesla Figaro. Tell people where they can find you. Find me on Instagram, Teslin Figaro. I get it in with the comments, guys. You guys can come on my page, comment. Somebody's already commented this morning, upset about the stats. Yeah. Uh, so I do read the comments. We we debate. And you can also follow me on my podcast where I actually cover these stories and go into more detail uh, on the Black Fed Podcast Network, Straight Shot No Chaser. Find me on Instagram, Teslin Figaro. All right. Now, when we come back, Jocelyn Hernandez will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Jocelyn. She got a lot going on. Yeah. And of course, uh, uh, our own Jess Hilarious was hanging out with her last night in the club. Okay, all right. You had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to Jocelyn when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The strip club is a gentleman club. It is a strip club. Shout out to Starless and Marty yes. and everybody. So, okay, so the cabaret, you know, the cabaret, I'm on my fourth season. Yes. On Congratulations. Yes. Four, four seasons, girl. That's a lot. That mm -hmm. is a lot. And I own this show. I mm -hmm. own the IP, my mm -hmm. intellectual property. Mm -hmm. I wrote it. Mm -hmm. I wrote the cabaret. I created it. Mm -hmm. I produce it. I do everything about it. I act in it. So yeah. basically, it's like a group of ladies. They compete to be inside of my cabaret. Actually, last 
performance, which was Saturday, I had 12 ladies dance with me on stage. You know, some of them put their self on fire, shoes on Jesus fire. Christ. They skate on stage. Yeah. So it's like a whole show that yeah. this girl's actually moving to the house. They compete. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like uh, Tyra Banks with her show, yeah, with the modeling show, except mm -hmm. that they are, they're dancing. They're yeah. not modeling. You so know? wait, they, they set themselves on fire <clears throat> on the pole? Mm -hmm. On the pole. They shoes, they, they kitty cat, everything be on fire. <laughs> The kitty cat be on fire? The kitty cat be on fire, <laughs> DJ Envy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You're not you, talking if herpes you guys and chlamydia. Tonight, now you're talking about flames. <laughs> yes, I'm, no, not that type of, like, you know, messed up fire. I'm talking about, like, fun fire. Like, yeah. you know, like a, like a real show. Like a real show. Yeah. Definitely this season, the ladies stepped their game up. Because yeah. season one, season two, season three of the cabaret, it was great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we mm -hmm. built to it. You know, the first season, I was trying to get the ladies to understand my vision. Mm -hmm. I want to do a cabaret with my music and I want some dancers. Yeah. And since I'm a musician, I want to do it on TV I want the girls to dance I want to I want to make it make sense That's I want right. to make it make one some of the girls didn't believe season 2 we did it one of them won $10,000 with performing Lana we did the whole choreography to one of my songs yeah. so that was great season 3 I went on tour to 12 different cities it was a lot it was quick it was fast so we really didn't have an actual show mm -hmm. but the people loved it you know they yeah. can they seen the girls getting on stage doing their thing doing yeah. the pose but now season 4 it's more organized we got a routine we got a whole show it's a 30 minute show mm -hmm. I think I'm performing like 8 songs for 30 mm -hmm. minutes mm -hmm. and you know then I do my meet and greet my last tour I would just go and just keep performing yeah. but now I have to like you know I have to preserve myself I have to film mm -hmm. and I'm yeah. actually also filming season 4 of the cabaret that would be airing next one on uh, Sue's Network you think people don't take you serious because of the love and hip hop because of the college hill because of the cabaret like they don't take you as serious as you feel like they should I feel like they take me super serious. I always have sell-out shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have my only, my, yeah. my fans that are personally fans of Jocelyn, right. that if you go on my Instagram or my Twitter or any of the hashtags of the cabaret, mm -hmm. they say my songs word for word. Yeah. Word for word. Yeah. Like, you got, I do shows sometimes with 1,500 people, 2,500 people, 100 people, yeah. 300 people, 500 people. It, it's different cities, different shows, different yeah. locations. Yeah. And every city you go to, they sing my songs. Mm -hmm. Every song, not just birthday song not just Vegas mm -hmm. I want to ride mm -hmm. but every night of the week mm -hmm. Get Rico mm -hmm. Finger Check mm -hmm. uh, Slay every song they uh, yeah. want me my money every song that I have and I have you know I've never put out an album but I put out singles like all the time yeah. mm -hmm. and so yeah. I, I definitely pe feel like people has taken me seriously yeah. do I feel like it took them a long time yes yeah but do I feel who am I to be before anyone else? I just have to keep mm -hmm. working. If I believe in myself, I have to just keep pushing. I love that. I see a lot of different things for you. It's like, why the hell you won't get into like pro wrestling? Why? Why? What? What was happening? Like, why you won't go into pro Girl, wrestling? And get you paid are too to slap funny. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm saying she's slapping security. He's supposed to protect you. She's slapping this man quick enough. Pow. So I tell you what. I tell you what. I, I'm not really, uh, you know. I, you know, I just got out of jail. Yes. You know, I just got out of jail. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So it's really not too much that I could talk on that. But I will, gotcha. you know, I because you know, I, you know, I was gone, girl. I was in Lauderdale, Broward County. I was yeah. cold, came out with a coughing, everything. Girl, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, they got me up for two days and I'm sitting up here sick as a dog. Why yeah. me? Yeah. Why me? Yeah. So I can't really speak too much on that, but what you. but what I can say is that I'm I'm gonna always protect. Yes. How do you say it again? Protect. Yes. Me. Right? Always. Mm -hmm. And if you see me out here in the streets, when you know you two and in, in the world, America, whoever mm -hmm. knows me know yeah. where I come from and what I've done and how I've changed, mm -hmm. you know I'm just making sure that I'm straight and, awesome. and, and no one hurts me. 
Yeah. You know, so you know the media only show you one thing. It looks yeah. like a whole lot of chaos, yeah. but you might not know what happened prior to mm-hmm. that chaos, mm-hmm. like five seconds before right. or ten seconds before. Right. You just see like the rah rah, and because it's me, it's always so much bigger than what it actually is. Yeah, and that that's another big point too. So it's like even uh, to keep going back to it, you know, loving hip hop. They had you. They, I know that the it was a lot of tension with you and Mona because it's like she always wanted to portray you in that light. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever? Feel any way about that? Like how you would beef with Mona about it, and you go over and Lil Lamel, he got you, you know, looking the same way when you're so many other things and just fighter. Well, I say this, I would say this. Shout out, shout out to Mona and shout out to Lemmy. Yeah, they both gave me amazing opportunities, and I will also say I'm a grown person, right? Mm-hmm. The way I run my cabaret. As far as like being on on Seuss Network, because mm-hmm. when I did Love and Hip Hop, I was like, you know, I was younger, Young, yeah, I was yeah. wild, I was out there. So yeah. it's only but so much that a network could do for yourself, yeah, to help you or break you. You know, mm-hmm. you you still have to accept responsibilities as a human being, as a yeah. you know, as for yourself. For yourself. Mm-hmm. So with that, that was what what it was, right? And if it wasn't for Love and Hip Hop, let's just be real, I would not be here with the cabaret. Yeah. And then you know, with the cabaret, like, listen, that's just how I run my show. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I run my to do what I tell them to do. If you mm-hmm. can't, you can't be in the cabaret. You know, when you see me on Seuss mm-hmm. with let me on the cabaret, I, I just think that you see so much more of, of me running a business yeah. mm-hmm. instead of seeing like the personal jostling. Like yeah. the personal jostling is different than the jostling mm-hmm. that's actually running a business. Mm-hmm. So I might look like I'm rah-rah mm-hmm. or like I'm being put in this one life, mm-hmm. but you got to remember you're only seeing like really just 20, 30% right. of my life. Right. Because even though mm-hmm. I got cameras out for 46 weeks like I do right now filming mm-hmm. Jocelyn's Cabaret Season mm-hmm. 4, it's still not every single not day. Every you, you know, you. you don't see when I'm crying. You don't see when I'm yeah. taking care of my daughter. Yeah. You don't see when I'm, you know, working out, mm-hmm. doing yoga every day. I've been in New York and I've been doing yoga every day with my husband. But well, you know, you that? could. I was gonna say, but you know, it's the, the fact that it's your show, you can display what you want to display now. Right. Like, you can put that out there. You just ain't got to put the cabaret part. You could put that out too. And I was gonna ask. You shouted out, you know, Mona Scott. I know one time you were saying some that you you and Mona going back and forth. But yeah. the fact that y'all shouted out, have y'all spoke? Have y'all squashed that that beef at that time, or you just let it go you know what I haven't talked to her but it's just like you come to a place where you grow up mm-hmm. I don't gotta keep being mad at Mona or being mad at anybody for nothing like yeah. well how does that mm-hmm. help me Right. Mm-hmm. How does that give me any blessing? Right. How does that make God open the door for me to get like keep opening up my third eye so I can keep pursuing my dreams and my yeah. career? How could I help young ladies in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, like that ain't all, my, you know my my biggest goal to be in life. I grew up in in I always say this. I grew up in in Puerto Rico. I grew up in Carolina in Las Esmeraldas in El Caserío. I grew up in the ghetto in the hood mm-hmm. in the trenches and. I, I used to be running around without no shoes and have needles, heroin needles on my feet. Yeah. I had to come home. My mom had to pull him out. My dad used to be a, a crack and a heroin addict. So I come from nothing, right? My yeah. dad died when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And for me, my most important thing is to showcase to the little girls mm-hmm. that they could do it. If I did it, you could do it too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always going to be my end goal. Yeah, for sure. Because I have a daughter. And, and it's, it's, and it's, it's uh, rooted deep in my heart. Yeah. I want to always have be that voice of reasoning to the young girls. Because they know I was a mess when I first came out. But look mm-hmm. where I come from. Look what mm-hmm. they what cards was given to me for me to play. So you got to remember, I come from a really low-income family. Mm-hmm. When I tell you low-income, I mean like food stamps low-income. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. And so for me now... It's like all I want to do is really just do my job, do what I mm-hmm. love to do. Right. Music, TV, help the little girls take yeah. care of Bonnie, have another child with my husband. Yeah. Yes, I'm an artist. Yes, I do messed up things. Yes, I'm out there. You might see something. Oh, she crazy. I'm I'm not crazy. You know, I'm not gonna ever do anything that truly in my heart. 
don't feel like I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the consequences afterwards. All right, we got more with Jocelyn Hernandez. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jocelyn Hernandez. Jess Hilarious is here. Charlemagne's out for a couple of days. Do you turn up for the cameras? And the reason I say that is, is absolutely. When people talk about Jocelyn, I'm like, I've been on flights with Jocelyn. We like, and she's been the coolest, calmest. How's your family? How's your wife doing? So then when I turn on the TV, I'm like, that's not the person I just flew with for three hours. I'm like, that's not the same person. So 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 you you make it your business to to entertain. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. You could ask 
my family. You can ask my best friend, Melissa, which is my manager, mm-hmm. my husband, Melissa. I am a trip. I wake up in the morning tripping. I'm tripping. I'm high off life. I'm, I'm recently mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. And when I say clean, listen, let me tell you something. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I got my stuff together. I ain't never been in the streets. I, y- y'all ain't never heard that I owe nobody money. You ain't never heard that I'm broke. You ain't never heard that I ain't getting no money. You ain't never heard that I'm a junkie outside shooting up. No. Did I like to party? Absolutely. Still love to. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have to focus and I have to be as clean as I can to be the best that I can be, right? Yeah. But you could ask this too. I don't have to have nothing in my system. I wake up with the bullshit just, just like a funny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, people always be like, you should be a comedian. No, I'm <laughs> funny because I don't want to be a comedian. I'm funny because right. that's just who I am yeah. as a person. So like, I do turn up for the cameras, but Envy, I'm a funny ass no matter what. Like, I wake up funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like to have fun. I like to have fun. Yeah. I think, and, and and I'm very, and you got to remember when I'm working and filming, I have to be very strict. Yeah. And the second I get not to be strict, I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be yeah. a bitch. I'm going to be cracking jokes, yeah. everything. Now, you said you're clean. Is it you're clean because you had the, your, your baby and you're like, I have to change? Or what? what's decided you like, you know what, I want to be clean. And what does clean mean? Well, you know, clean is not, you know, you know, not doing what I want to. <laughs> not doing the one two, I'm done. But the baby, done look, not doing look, not doing the one two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did, 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 did the I'm baby sorry. make you want to say, you know what, I got to change? Or what was it that made? Was it a scare or, or was uh, it be like, no, you know No, no scare, no scare, no. I've always been very cautious and I do everything very limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm I'm cute as f***. I want to stay that way. Very you know what I'm saying? Cute, so much. I'm like, I, you know, I'll be like, you know, when I hang out with my bitches, you know, I'm like, I'm more like a social party person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't hang out all the time. But I feel so much stronger and so much better. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I don't need the crutches anymore. To me, the way I think about it is like a crutch and I just feel like I'm finally walking without them and I don't need them and I feel stronger, I feel smarter, I feel sharper. Look, I I finished working last night at two in the morning, I went to sleep and I'm back up Mm -hmm. at seven Mm o'clock. I told my manager today, I said, I cannot believe I took a poop, I brushed my teeth, (laughs) I drank some tea, I drank some water, I did some medicine, I did my hair and my makeup Mm -hmm. and got here. I said, that is not Johnson Mm -hmm. Hernandez. (laughs) That's a change. That's That's good. That's evolution. That's yeah. evolution. That's having Have your third eye open. That's mm-hmm. making sure that yeah. you don't abuse any drugs. You don't abuse anything in your path that could potentially throw you off mm-hmm. being the best you. Yeah. I want to ask, you know, after the Floyd fight, we um we spoke about your relationship with your husband, right? And I want to ask you about that. Because what we said was, and, and this is what I said on air, I said, you know, because I look at my wife as not only as my wife, my lover, she's my sister, she's my best friend. So mm-hmm. if she's swinging, I'm swinging. And then when we get home, I got to find out if she's right or wrong. That's just how right. our relationship works. Right. But how how is your relationship when it comes to those type of things? Because you are on TV and, and you are, you know, taped all the time and, and you are out and about. So how is that relationship with you and you and your, your man? Well, shout out to Ballistic. He is the man of my dreams. I love that man. Child, she did a daydream real quick. Yes, honey. I love that man. We know. But the relationship is this. I'm going to tell you like this. If he swings on on a man, I'm swinging. If I swing, he don't swing. It's just that he always there in the moment by me, making sure that don't nobody else but the person that is involved is not doing nothing. Charlamagne Mm -hmm. said he just going to hold the other girl, but... No, no, no. Never, 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 never. He just hold the other girl. No, he'll be like, why the fuck is you here? He going to be... He going to sit in the... Why is you here? Yeah. Now you know Jocelyn don't want your ass here. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. my man uh, is a very respectful man. 
He's been around all the ladies from the cabaret. Mm-hmm. He he's 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 a trusted man, and he's a real man. He will not swing on a lady, and he's never swung on no lady. Mm-hmm. If he looks at the heat of the moment where he's might be screaming or they're holding, making sure that don't nobody else do anything to me, he gonna always do that as a man, because mm-hmm. that's what a man's supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's so strong. He's got all that African power. If he swings on a lady, she's dead. Look at that Great. man. That man six feet so tall, two hundred some pounds. He's a big old strong man. Yeah. You know. So he know better than that, you now know, and he doesn't do it. Now they, you know, without talking about the incident, but you performed that night. I performed. That was my first time performing at an arena. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lemmy for letting me do that because I yeah. asked Lemmy, Lemmy Lemuel yeah. from the owner mm-hmm. of Sus Network. He put the fight together, and I was like, oh my gosh, Lemmy, can I perform there? And he was like, sure. That's mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. How was that performance? Yeah, butterflies. Because I mean, you perform. You, I mean, you. Not you that. I perform in my shows that people know my music and they come to see me and pay to see me. I never performed in a place oh, where they go where? to see Floyd to, and you got you got to try to win over. I got you. You feel me? Yeah. So that was my first time. So I was I was nervous, but we've been practicing because I'm also filming the cabaret here in New mm-hmm. York. So we've been dancing every day, and it went really good. And then actually, the girls I had just picked four dancers that I just met in mm-hmm. in New York to dance with me. So we we learned that routine 24 hours. Prior. And you mm-hmm. trusted them and not even... I mean, I got to trust something. <laughs> right. If, if, if I wanted to, if I wanted to go well, and it went well, look. It yeah. was, look, it, here's what I can say. Yeah. When I did my first song, they were clapping. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I was like, I'm about the arena and they clapping for me. This is this is, this is is good stuff. Yeah. These people don't know my music. These old people coming to see people fight like... Them old people don't be out there really just knowing what, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. an underground artist like myself is really doing. Right. Like, yeah, they might have heard my song do it like it's your big day and I, I want it right mm-hmm. in, their, in their grandkids' mm-hmm. you know, house or their children's house, but... Mm-hmm. Not like that, but you don't know. You don't know. You could have. You don't know. It, the, some of them old people was probably leaving it. They were like, "Mommy, yeah, they, 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 you never know. They you were clapping. I was like, oh, so many yes. things. So I was, I was excited about that. I, I yeah. did like a three song set because I only had like seven minutes and thirty mm-hmm. seconds, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great. Now, were, were you drunk that night? Because people asked, were you drunk? I had. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, something. I, I always love to say I wasn't drunk. But I would have one or two drinks, mm-hmm. and for some reason, and I think because I'm not chasing it with any drugs, yeah. it just hits me so much harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember when I used to be on my sh- could drink ten drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I could drink oh, ten drinks, but it's not like I tell my husband, "Oh my gosh, I got a headache." How many drinks you had like that? I only had like two drinks. Yeah. I woke up the next day with a headache. It's like it's like my brain just don't want to go back. <laughs> it's, called it used to be. it's called age. No, it's called age. It's called age. That's what it's called. No, it's called, I'm young. Yeah, I'm a bad. It's called age. Back, get on no. to it. It's called age. All right, when we come back, we got more with Jocelyn and Ann. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jocelyn Hernandez. Jess Solaris is here. Charlamagne's out for a couple of days. Jess? Okay, so how is your uh, co-parenting relationship with Stevie? How is that? How are y'all? I mean, you know, I don't really never talk to him. He talks yeah. to Bonnie on the phone. And, uh... You know, he says her. I, I have I have primary custody of Bonnie. I have physical custody of Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And uh he's seen her life. He's you know, he has the right to see her whenever right. he wants to. So right. I think I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think okay. it's good, and, and you know, my husband being with Bonnie since she was mm-hmm. six months, and he's been taking care of her. Cause I met my husband when Bonnie was like six to eight months. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Re- she was like a like a little t- toddler, like a mm-hmm. little baby, mm-hmm. not even a toddler. She was a baby. Yeah, and so you know, she loves she loves my husband, and you know, she has a great great, great relationship with her dad. I'm sure she loves him too. So, sure. I mean, I think I think it's great. She That's has good. two dads. I mean, I, I I never put it that way. 
Because she does. I, I mean, know. Yeah, she, I she never put it that way. Dad, that's there all the time. Yeah. That's, that's two dads. Yeah. Now, what made you do College Hill? <laughs> did, did you want to go back to school? Was that one? Of, was that one of your dreams? Like, can, I want to. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I told my husband, I'm like, damn, I got the opportunity to go to, back to school. Yeah. I never went. First of all, I didn't even finish high school, y'all. I'm very smart, though. I, I got ownership of all. Oh, I got ownership of this big black you gotta get your, You got to go get your GED first before you go. But you, you skipped the GED. You went oh, to college. Now, tell smart. us that experience. So, well, first of all, it was a great experience because HBCU, a lot of people always. See, this is something I need to clarify. Maybe I need to do it at the Breakfast Club with y'all, too. <laughs> okay. Because I've always considered myself a black woman. Mm-hmm. But I was born in Puerto Rico and I mm-hmm. speak Spanish. My first language is Spanish. Mm-hmm. But that's that that doesn't take away from the fact when I walk in the that's building, right. people look at me and they say, that is a black woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I've always been cool and love to be a black woman. Yeah. And they be like, Afro-Latina. No, I don't have an Afro. <laughs> I don't have an Afro. I don't have an Afro. And yeah. I am a black woman that was born in the island of Puerto Rico that speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I teach my daughter. My daughter You're going to confuse the shit out of somebody right now, but go ahead. <laughs> but why? Because you're Puerto Rican. I am Puerto Rican, but I, I, back to the HBCU. In the HBCU, you know what I learned? Mm-hmm. I learned that the Puerto Ricans, the people that were born in Puerto Rico that mm-hmm. were black too, mm-hmm. and back in the days, back in those days, they were definitely Afro-Latinos because okay. they all used to wear, you know, the big, yeah. the big hair. Yeah. But you know that the black African-American and the Puerto Ricans, they were tight. You know, they, when they were trying to do everything with the freeing the Negro and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's the mm-hmm. stuff that I learned at, at the HBCU in Alabama. Yeah. You know, they were kind of telling us how the black Spanish and the black African-American mm-hmm. came together. And they were so much tighter than we actually are now. Yeah. But me, I so consider myself... the same culture. Yeah, I consider myself a black woman that was born mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico. Yes, I'm Latina because mm-hmm. I hablo español. Mm-hmm. Of course, I speak Spanish and I'm Latin. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more than just saying that. For me, it's just that I'm proud to be black, mm-hmm. whether I'm Spanish or not. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, just feel true. like a lot of people just have a problem with me being so proud to be black. Yeah. What's wrong with me proud that I have this color? Yeah. And like, what's that, the problem? And was that um, what kind of like ticks you off with Amber? Like, because I, I kind of seen that it was like even yeah, what, like what happened? Because I don't know. What, to tell us what happened with Amber. I, I, I mean, I didn't have the camera. I wasn't in that class. Oh, I'm so sorry, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, but you know, oh, I, I seen a little bit. She was like telling her like, yo, like you don't want to be black. You don't want to be black. I've seen. You told Amber she didn't want to be black. Yeah. So, so what happened? But I've seen. Previous, you know, like it's been years. Everybody, it's not no damn secret. You know, Amber really, she, you know, she, she like to dismiss the black side of her. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, she wasn't lying. I guess that's just a trigger. You know what I mean? Who but wasn't lying? You. I don't. wasn't lying. So, I'm so saying what, it was what, just what, a I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying because I wasn't lying, and you know, I wasn't lying because we were talking about being black. Yeah. And I just had to let the know you don't want to be black. You came out of a big black just like I did. Mm. My mama got a big old black mm. She's a Puerto Rican woman, but that lady black. Yeah. And her mama was blacker than the table, my mama. Mm. So I come out of black mm. You came out of a black but you don't want to you don't want to say you black. Mm. That's weird to me. That's so weird to me. I don't care what your color is. I always thought she considered herself black too. I really seen that she was a Karen when I got there. Okay. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. It was just previously. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so you said that Ka- was crazy to find out that she was a Karen. Yeah. So what do you mean Karen? Like, she she did not respect black rights? Well, like, because I, I didn't see the, the show. So I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So I want you to tell me because I don't know. You know what a Karen is? I, yeah, I do. Well, then that's what she is. 
Okay. I'm telling you, yo, it's just And like I'm not that. the only one that say that. You can Google yeah, this so and you come up. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was like, it was, you was just seeing that for the first time there, but there no, are No, I said that some, for the first time to oh. her, like, period, like, when she was getting upset about what I was saying. I, yeah. I made a joke. I was being ignorant in school. Sometimes you go to school, you would just want to be ignorant. Class clown. You like, want to be a class clown. I was just talking shit. I was like, man, I'm the biggest. I got up that day. Yeah. I said, I'm the biggest, man. Yeah. Then y'all got into a, a, a Philly and, and, and Miami uh, scuffle? We got who? A little scuffle? <laughs> Tell about Listen, that Joan is not from the part of Philly that you think she's from. Hey, yo, I'm done with her. She that Joan, Joan yeah. is not from... <laughs> Johnson practiced that one. That Joan. No, I ain't practiced that The only thing I practice is my bullet points that I'm supposed to speak on. I don't practice nothing else. Everything else is going to always be it's me, and you should know that. That Joan. That Joan. You know my husband is from Philly, so you know I know a few words. Mm-hmm. Philly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, I got to ask you, uh, Big Lexi. Don't know that. Okay. I really want to know who she is. I didn't really know who she is. See, I don't, you don't know her. I don't know her. She don't know her. I really know. I wanted to know what, you know, what, what the whole thing was about. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know her. I, 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 I never knew. I we never knew her. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know. I, I was just trying to figure out. Because I know, no, I Googled that. I seen like that night. I Googled and I seen it. I was trying to figure out. We don't know that. I don't know, eh? So I was going to ask, Love and Hip Hop, would you ever do it again? It seems like the ratings are... Absolutely. I want to go do it. I want to do it right now. Oh, please. Really? I want to do it right now. Whoever's in charge of Love and Hip Hop, come holler at the princess. I'm going to come through. And Ballistic is cool with going on there and having the family and everything? I don't know. Ask him. I don't know. Please. Listen, like, look, man. I'm I'm, I'm already this far in. I might as well do that, too. I'm just going to say they need some more ratings. (laughs) And I just, I need her to go ahead on over there, man. But which one should I I go to? The one in Miami or the one in Atlanta? Miami. Okay. She'll turn up anyone she goes. Because yeah, yeah, I live yeah. in Miami. Yeah, oh, yeah. Please got, go to Miami. Do Miami. Well, you, you gave, you, you don't owe nothing else to Atlanta. You you already put that franchise on the Mizap. I need you to do Miami. I do it, my, I do it. Hoodie. Why are you, not? Are you making money off the mugshot? They they said that you were uh, putting. Everybody get. Listen, Jocelyn's CabaretTour.com. I should have brought y'all something. Listen, why ain't we, why we bring Jessica now? So real, you're all selling mug, mugshot merchandise? I am, and it's going amazing. Listen. Can you please go download that thing right there? Because you know, it's going to look good. I had on the Louis Vuitton briefcase with the Louis Vuitton shoes and the Louis Vuitton glasses, the mugshot, and, 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 and the Jane Affa. Ooh, I was fly. Look, she is it like it was a fashion the, show. Ooh, oh, yeah, babe. I thought I was in Paris. And killing it. Yeah, thank you, babe. So go get your t-shirts. Yeah. JocelynDiscoveryTour.com. You can go get them. Well, Jocelyn, we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you so much. And like I said, I see you all the time, and, and, and you're so kind and so nice. Yeah. But I ain't going to front. You, gotta, you, you, you might want to get in boxing. After this I'm is all over, her. you might just want to just maybe even you know Man. a couple can, of little. Can I truly tell you something? If yeah. I didn't, if I wasn't an artist and I didn't care about breaking my face, I would do UFC. Oh yeah, I would. I That's love what it. I, said. I would I do UFC. I wouldn't UFC. box. I would do UFC, but I can't. I told my husband all the time. And her, I'd be like, I would do it, but I can't because yeah. the first thing is going to break on me is my nose, <laughs> and then no, it's over. <laughs> but she is so fixed; she could set it up how she want to set it up, and she, you know, not that you have seen that is not fixed. Well, no, that's why I said wrestling. I mean, because she can do wrestling, and that—that's big money. In that no, shit too. I would do UFC. You want to do UFC? I'll break sure. this bitches down. See, <laughs> I'm a great fighter. I'm, listen, we you, see. You know we what? Know. I, you know what I told somebody the other day? I said because I told somebody, I said, you do karate, don't you? You ain't gonna do no more karate than me. I don't know karate, but I know crazy. I know crazy. I know crazy. You know, you know what's his name said that. What, what's the singer name? James Brown in the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know karate, but I know crazy. She know James Brown too. I know that's right. right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, last question. 
Is that your security guard out there that was out there at the fight that night? You know what? I travel with about 20 security guards, so I'm not sure. Nah, you know there. which one I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the three-piecer. Is that the one right there? The three-piecer? And is it a slap t- a slap test that they got to get through? <laughs> I cannot stand y'all to Why are y'all so funny? Why is y'all so funny? Because <laughs> when I seen him, I, t- I noticed him before I noticed you. I said, I know him. It's like, don't we want to be like, you good? You good? You good? That's why I asked him. I said, you good? You all right? You sure? I asked him. I said, you need some water? Evan, don't ask him no shit like that. Why would you ask him that shit? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. They got plenty of money from the suits. They'll be just fine. They're right. We know that. No. We know they pay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jocelyn and Jocelyn, the Puerto Rican princess. The, the biggest. Bre- it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you, babe. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. Yes. And let's get to the rumors. Get it. It's just for the best of my music. Child, the this is the rumor report. So my news is real. Allegedly on the Breakfast Club. Ooh, honey, it's ghetto up in here. Ooh, we got a lot of beef, so it is ghetto up in here, Nene. Okay, first of all, Babyface addresses Anita Baker beef. Finally, because Jesus. at first it was just her doing a lot of talking, right? But Babyface finally broke his silence. Um, he recently appeared on an episode of the Jason Lee Show. First of all, Babyface, why are you sitting down with Jason? Now, I ain't discrediting Jason, but damn, listen, in my time, in, in, in my grandmother's time, I know she didn't expect to see Babyface sitting down with no Jason Lee. <laughs> Yo, shut up, all right? man. This is all I'm saying. Babyface right. has been doing everything. I think he might even did, I think he did Gillian Wallow. I think he might have did Drink Champs. He did The Breakfast Club. I know, that's he right. He's doing his rounds. He know what I he needs to do. I know, that's right. I, did, I, I actually seen him on, he did his own rendition of Krishan Rocks. Uh, it's a vibe all the time. Did he? Yeah, it didn't sound too good, but it, okay. he did it. All so right, I'm glad right. that he actually know Krishan Rock does, that makes some noise for that. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. But uh, regarding the Anita Baker store, he said he was saying that um, he didn't mind being an opening act because mm-hmm. a lot of his fans felt disrespected for him. Right. He never even gave his opinion on it until recently. But they were saying like, yo, he's not an opening act. Like, stop disrespect. He should be a co-headliner. Right. But. He recently, he we got audio for it too, but he was saying, like, I don't mind. Go ahead, because Envy liked to, to, to hear it. <laughs> Go ahead. Woo, y'all already know I wasn't nothing to deal with 20 years ago. That ain't, that, no, that's, no. That's, 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 that's not Babyface. Nah, that, that's a dummy right there. No, we, that's another story. You got Babyface audio? He didn't got the baby face audio. All right, anyway, it, it said we got audio for it, so that ain't my fault. But anyway, he was basically saying, yo, for Anita Baker, I will be an opening act. Right. Like, I, I don't mind that, because that's his OG. So that's not really a big deal. That's not a big deal. Since Anita Baker uploaded the clip on Twitter a couple weeks ago, um, it's just been an ongoing debate or whatever. But I just wanted to clear that up for him. He said he didn't mind being an opening act. And he's been so graceful throughout this whole little beef. I love that. Well, it's not really a beef because he wasn't beefing. Nah, you know? she, she was beefing. He wasn't beefing. He yeah. said that it was a lie. But the fact that he said he didn't like Beyonce, he just said it was all cap. Yeah. But he's not on that. He took himself off that tour. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. Anyway. NBA Youngboy supports Nicolette Gotti's threat to Yaya Mayweather. And this is so stupid to me that he could support something like that because she called you a zoo animal, sir. Mm -hmm. She That was a racial slur that she gave to you and you could not stop trying to be so disrespectful to the Mayweathers for one second to even see the bigger picture in it. Do we have audio for that? I'm really really trying to speak on shit as it came across this page. We, we, you know, we got it, we, we got it, daughter. Man, I'm gonna tell you like this. I hope you do that bitch the worst way two, mm. three years from now. I don't give a f- it ain't my business. I hate that hoe. And when it come to her daddy, that don't need to be in my mentions. I don't f- 
with him. Your brother lost the fight. Every man got to lose. Every dog had a day, man. That's how they go. Hey, I idolize your daddy. Man, next time you ever disrespect me, y'all gonna have to bomb me. Have a blessed day, beautiful. Jeez. So, so at the end, yeah, he did, see, you know, seemingly come back at her or whatever. But I just felt like you still a clown because this is what she said to him. Floyd Mayweather, well, she she posted uh, John Gotti's daughter. No, John Gotti's his sister. sister. Yep. Yeah, his sister, uh, the guy who lost the fight to uh, Floyd. Um, Floyd Mayweather, your daughter was ran through by an animal with 12 different baby mamas. Your Damn, last word. for real? <laughs> you know, you can't... Oh, now wow. coming from you punks. It's, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. F them. Uh huh. That's right. But anyway, but yeah, that that's crazy. That and that was his response. I can't stand that he. She didn't call him an animal. And and his and his son. One time she called him his 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 son an animal three times a zoo animal. And that's what you said. You hate our daddy. You hate our daughter. You hate your baby mother. All that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. NBA young boy might not have a great relationship with his baby moms. Mm. Doesn't have a great relationship with Floyd Mayweather. No. But the fact that, yeah, she did call you a circus animal. She called your child a circus animal. Times, she called man. you an animal. I mean, you, you can't you can't ride with the hop. No, you can't. Mm -mm. You can't. Well, anyway, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg got beef. Now, this is the white beef. And I, and I can't believe it. Listen, we finally got a story about white people beefing. That's the great. That's the great thing. Elon Musk tweeted that he would be up for a cage fight against Mark Zuckerberg. A cage fight. All right. So now they acting like the animals. <laughs> Jesus, up. this is crazy. Mark posted a screenshot of Elon Musk's tweet with the caption: "Send me the location." That that that. I can't even say nigga, but that nigga said pull up. I can't. I can't. These are two billionaires. Can two you take these two billionaires serious? I can't. What but are they I, beefing over? I I don't know. Billions. We don't know. It's beyond. It's beyond us. In another, in another tweet, Elon Musk seemingly picked the location already, saying Vegas Octagon, where the UFC fight takes place. Right? People are debating whether it's beef or serious, or if they just having fun. I think Mark Zuckerberg is serious. I think Elon Musk ain't ain't really taking him serious, but Mark is serious. He really want to fight. He want to scrap it down. And Mark, you know, Mark trains. I, I've, there's videos of Mark training, like really? the UFC stuff and the grappling and all that. Like he trains. Oh, okay. So he really trying to get in the cage with this man for real. Elon Musk just look like he got a hard head pause. Like you see his head is yeah. kind of like a hard head. So, he, you know. Yeah, I don't don't, know. don't headbutt me with don't, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, so may, maybe maybe we might see a fight between the two whites. We might see it. Between the two whites. All man. right. And the last story that we got to get to, Blueface Mom shares the roster of celebs she turned down. Blueface Mom, Kalisa Saffold or whatever her name is, must have gotten a fresh sew in because she was feeling herself. And this is what she was saying. Woo, y'all already know I wasn't nothing to deal with 20 years ago. <laughs> 25, put a week on it. Wasn't nothing to play with, okay? Ask somebody. <laughs> Who I turned down? 50, Shaq, Cube. Who else? Usher. It was a no. So mama didn't play. But ask somebody, I wasn't nothing to deal with. You turned all them down and ended up with blue faced dad. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate and you. And made him. I, I know that's right. hate you. It looked like you should have turned somebody. You shouldn't have been turning them down, baby. I hate you. Yo, that <laughs> is just with the mess. I hate you, Jess. <laughs> when we come back, Charlemagne is out. So if you want to give somebody donkey today, I hate you. 800 585 1051. Whoever you want to give donkey today to. And then let's open up the phone lines. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Coming out of Blueface's mom. Pause. 800 585 1051. Is there a celebrity that you guys turned down?
that you said no to. Ooh. A celebrity that tried to holler at you and you said nope. Oh my God, I got like a couple, but you know what? I can't be doing that. 800-585-1051. I want to know, you could be anonymous when you call up here. What celebrity that you turned down? Yes. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's is how they choose. <laughs> call in now. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Yo, Sam, what's good? What's good with you, bro? Who you want to give donkey today to, man? Oh, man, I want to go to my baby mama, Josiely Santos, for being a deadbeat and not see my son or call him for like nine months. Damn. Damn, so she just dropped the baby off to say, figure it out on your own. Man, that's it. Nothing at all. No child support. Don't call him. Nothing at all. Just a straight deadbeat. Damn it, man. Okay, and they be giving all the, the deadbeat props to the dads. There's some deadbeat mamas out here. Exactly. It's f***ed up, though, man, but like I said, it is what it is, though. I'm going to do it for mine. All right, brother. You keep on doing it, too. He's going to appreciate that. Hello, who's this? What's up? What's up? This is Mike from Long Island. What's up, every Mike from Long Island. Who you want to give Donkey today to? I want to get his stepson of the billionaire this Donkey today, man. He got to go. Now you partying, you probably come to the I'm with you. I mean, after, you know, give him at least a week or so, but they, they haven't even found him yet, and you at a Blink-182 concert? It just is it's weird to me. I mean, I know people deal with depression and pain differently but I would just think that he would be home with his moms right that's wild he should be home with his mom but he's wild for that he shouldn't be partying while your pops under the sea like Little Mermaid man I'm telling you I need to listen to Blink 182 music that is the type of music you listen to if your pops is stuck under the sea name one Blink 182 song I miss you I don't know if that's the song. Yeah, I can't, it is. is, is You're a DJ. Oh, I right. miss. I miss you. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, Hello, who's this? It's Leo, man. Leo, who you gonna give Donkey today to, bro? I'm giving Donkey today to Cardi B. Okay. They got a people business, man. They, you know what I'm saying? Let them cope how they want to cope, man. It's that, that man business. Yeah. It ain't even his real son. Like you know, we don't know his situation. You know? Yeah, but that's still his mom, though. That's his mom's husband, though. What, you want to console Mom Dukes, though? She just not down there with him. But, but, stupid. But like Sexy <laughs> just said, what you want him to do? Be in the corner crying? Yes, that's what I said. I he mean, ain't been in there 96 hours. Yeah, he still got his real dad, probably. <laughs> Damn it, man. The cold world. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Lonnie from Merlin. Lonnie, what up, man? What we up, Merlin? Get, Merlin? We Donkey, too. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, DJ. Hey, Jess, how you doing? I'm, I'm good, baby. No, you fine. What's up? I'm, I'm doing all right. Hey, unfortunately, I got to give it to you, DJ. Ooh. Okay, why, sir? You know, I love you, dog. You, you do great things. But the other day, when y'all was talking about the, the murders in Chicago, you kept saying Illinois. It's not Illinois. I it's Illinois. Her. It's no S. She corrected me two, like three times. No she, S. All right. Jess <laughs> said, Jess said Illinois. Cousin said Illinois. You kept saying Illinois. I love yeah. you, bro, but the S is silent, my man. Spell Illinois for me, brother. I L L I N O I S. Spell lasagna for me, brother. Come on, DJ Envy. <laughs> spell it. No, spell it. Oh, God. Envy. L. He's Googling it. You're Googling it. You're Googling it. I know it. See, I know it. Right. Have a good one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna keep going until you made that one up. <laughs> Hello, Ebony. Good morning. Good morning. Who you wanna give Donkey today to, Ebony? I would like to give it to my fiance. 
Your fiance, why oh, you gonna give him, why you gonna give him donkey today? And he walked down the aisle. Yeah, what's going on? I'm giving it to him because he basically assumed that my cousin was somebody I was trying to date. Your surgeon? We had a family reunion this past weekend. Oh. And, her cousin. and all the cousins exchanged numbers. And he basically assumed he was somebody that I was trying to talk to. Oh, uh-huh. so you was out with your cousin. He caught you, and, uh-huh. he, and he thought it was somebody you was trying to kick it to, but it was a family member. Correct. You never introduced him to that cousin. Why? But we just met this cousin. Like, we just met new family members we didn't even know we had from South Carolina. So you could understand that. He don't yeah. know this man with you. He want to make sure it's right. I mean, yeah. men have a little insecurity sometimes, too. You know, that that's the fact that he loves you. You know, and he want to make sure you're not talking to another man. And is your cousin sexy? Because if you just met a sexy cousin out of nowhere you hanging out with, I Word. wonder what's going on. No. Okay. <laughs> well, give my give, give my little grace. Yeah, just a little bit. He still get it for me today. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Ebony. Thank you. All right. Donkey of the day, 800-585-1051. Charlemagne is out, so we open up the phone lines and let you give Donkey of the day to anybody you need to. All right, now let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Blueface's mom shares that she turned down a bunch of celebrities. Let's hear. Well, y'all already know I wasn't nothing to deal with 20 years ago. <laughs> 25, put a week on it. Wasn't nothing to play with, okay? Ask somebody. <laughs> Who I turned down? 50, Shaq, Cube. Who else? Usher. It was a no. The mama didn't play. But ask somebody I wasn't nothing to deal with. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What celebrity have you turned down? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about uh, Blueface's mom. She was uh, saying that she's turned down a couple of celebrities. Uh-huh. Let's hear Well, y'all already know I wasn't nothing to deal with 20 years ago. <laughs> 25, put a week on it. Wasn't nothing to play with, okay? Ask somebody. <laughs> Who I turned down? 50, Shaq, Cube, who else? Usher. It was a no. So mama didn't play. But I asked somebody I wasn't nothing to deal with. Now Jess Hilarious is here. 800-585-1051. So we're just asking, what celebrities have you turned down? <laughs> Don't look over here because I can't say nothing. Stop. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not about How to many? You're just curious. How many? Like a good... Eight or nine. Eight or nine. And and they were just they were the 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 millionaires. Oh, millionaires. Yeah, when we talking about brackets, I did, I, I've turned down probably like thirty. Why? 30. why but why? Why did you turn but, down? Were they ugly? Just not no, your type. Not my type. I think some were gay. I think okay. some were. I, one of them thought I was a man. Remember, oh, I thought yeah, yeah. I was a born male. One of them thought I was a born male, and he's like fascinated with that. So mm-hmm. he was like. I need you. And he was disappointed that I wasn't. I mm-hmm. was like, no, I, I'm a woman, mm-hmm. all woman, and like real woman. And and he was like, dang, all right, never mind. Dang, all right, I was like, never damn, mind. Yo. Jesus Christ. Well, how much? I, I could be a man for <laughs> yo, you. Yo, shut <laughs> up, man. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not releasing no names. But yeah, it was it's quite a few. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Mazzy Monet. Mazzy Monet. What up, girl? What celebrity hey. trying to holler at you and you said no? Uh, Drake. <laughs> 
You better not be lying either. Send a picture of yourself. No, I have receipts. What's your Instagram? Let me see what you look like. What you look like, girl? Uh, M A Z I I M O N E T. Oh, that's somebody that know they look good. She gave that up. No hesitation. Mazi Monet? Absolutely. Right, yeah. Where, where, where he try to holler at you? Yeah, where you see him at? Okay, so I'm a music artist, but my way of getting in was to be a video model back in the day. Ooh. And so his label that he was with reached out to me to be a video model. Mm-hmm. And so when they were Skyping me, they were talking and they put Drake on. I was like, oh, what's up? And he was telling me, he was like, oh, you're a music artist and you're a video model. And I was like, yeah. He was like, how bad do you want to be famous? Oh, boy. And oh, I'm like, Lord. what? Dang, so Basically, this was back in the day? Awesome. This was back in the day or was this like new? Recent. This was maybe like six years ago. Oh, I was going to say, was it, it Degrassi was, Drake or was he like okay. money, CMB okay. Drake? like... This was like right when he was like blowing up. Like this was like the beginning, beginning. Oh, so before the nice haircut and the beard, he just still looked like yeah, a white boy. The... Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, I see you. I see you perform with Sukiyana the other day. I did. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, you gotta go right. get Drake right now, girl. Thank, thank you, mom. <laughs> if he would have, if he would have came different, he probably could have got it. But he there just came go. very aggressive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. You're lost, I guess. Hello, who's this? This is Dario German, the car plug. Hey, Dario German. We're talking about who's somebody that you turned down. Listen, so I, I ain't really want to come up here and say this, but just hilarious, though. Oh, you turned down just hilarious. Yeah, when was this lie. at? He a damn lie. So, look, let me tell you. This was in North Carolina. This was in North Carolina, right? She can't drive the car, right? So she was with some dude. I don't know how he had glasses on, little dreads in his head or whatever, right? So, so look. Yo, tell your homeboy this, this, shut up for this. real. Now, 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 start the story over. I can't wear because I need to hear this. She was okay, in North Carolina. She was with some so dude look. with glasses on and gray hair. Go ahead. So look, so look, she came to crack the ball, right? And I was like, yo, Jeff, get a picture with you, right? She was like, yeah, I'm going to like $20, $30. I'm like, look. I don't believe so, your phone sounds. Yeah, too bad. I don't even believe him. Look, bye. He's he trying to charge him thirty dollars for pictures. And I did. That's what I charged for pictures. Like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you talking about? There's no way you turned me down. You didn't have thirty dollars. That was it. <laughs> <Just there. laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What celebrity did you turn down? I'm gonna say this. This was a long time ago because I'm old. But Ice Cube. Oh, what, what was the situation? <laughs> it was a crazy night. We had a friend that was going to. This was like fresh off of NWA Ice Cube with the curl. Ooh. Oh, and this, he was on tour this is 40 years ago. With like, you know, Underground and Public Enemy. And um, we were actually walking around with Tupac when he was a dancer. This is when he was a dancer with Little Underground. And, oh, this is 50 years ago. Uh, Damn, envy. What? But Tupac was a dancer. He wasn't even a rapper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go ahead, Mama. And uh, he was like, you know, showing us around the floor and everything. And then we stopped. Um, at his room and Ice Cube came down and he just like went in his bathroom and my friend and I was standing there and stuff we were just talking and whatever and then he went in the bathroom came back out and said oh yeah my boy wants to talk to you you know something to that effect and I'm you know young and scared mm-hmm. I'll go in there and he's like talk to me wants me to you know go back to where he is and stuff and I said hold on I came out the, room, the bathroom and went to my friend I was like let's go let's go and we just basically Ran out the room. Like, we were just young and scared, so. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
That was a, uh, that was a Tupac story. Tupac yeah, ice cream that, story. That, that yeah. happened to be forty years ago. Yeah, and he was a da- like. What you mean, like a dance? He was a stripper. No, no, no. Like his dance. Remember, he used to dance for uh, Digital Underground. He was part of like the dancing back in the I day. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Because I did see uh, he did a photo shoot in the tub with nothing on, and I thought that, that was, was a- that, that was, was given like stripper? you know no. oh, stripper. 800-585-1051. Yeah. We're asking. Uh, this comes from uh, Blueface's mom. She was talking about some of the people that she's turned down. So we're asking, what celebrities have you turned down? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but 
you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about some celebrities that you turn down. <laughs> Hello? Good morning. How are you guys doing? I love you guys. We love, love you, you too. too. We good. What's up? What celebrity <laughs> you turned down, mama? That is Marcus Tung. Um... 2000 was it 2009 he stayed at the Senesa Hotel at one point I was um, a front desk agent and then he came in he started hollering at me so I turned him down ignored him then like around midnight sometime in the morning he was drunk and then he called the room asked me to blow up I said no then I guess because I turned him down he tried to get me fired the next morning because uh, he stated that I woke him up and it was my supervisor uh, doing a wake up call and mm. anyway he tried to get me fired but because I turned him down and who was that? Mark Tony. Marcus Jones from Matrix. Marcus Jones from Matrix. Who's that? No, Is no, he... Marcus Jones. He's the he's the one that drives uh the I'm not good with names, but he's Marcus the one that Chung? drives the Matrix guys uh the Keanu Reeves. He's the one that drives that one of those little things. Um, okay. Uh, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, but but he's little, on the Matrix. But he's on the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. was uh huh. Yes. He must have thought he must have thought he was Neo the one, and he was not. Nah. Definitely not the one. <laughs> not the one. Hello, who's this? This is Charlene. Hey, Charlene. Good morning. We're talking about what celebrity you turned down. What celebrity did you turn down? Celebrities that I turned down was first it was Sean J. Mob. We were at the strip club and saw me. I never. And it kind of it didn't go the way he wanted it. To. So I turned him down, and then I also turned down down here performing in Jacksonville as well. Your phone, your phone is choppy. Who's the other person you turned down? Anthony Hamilton. Oh, Damn. Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, y'all, I know. Where was y'all? Y'all I, was in the elevator? No, no, no. I worked at North Track, and he had came uh, came shopping, and he was wondering why I wasn't going to the concert. I was working. I told him I had to work, and it was uh, I couldn't leave my job and. How old were you? How, how old was? How old uh, were you? This was when I was about twenty-four years old. Oh, do you still work at Nordstrom Rack? I do not. Damn. I'm not there anymore. I was trying to get a little discount. Hey, Liz, <laughs> a little yo, discount. It's already the rack. It's, it's already rack. Well, you know, stuff a anyway. Discount. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Irie. Hey, Irie. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what celebrity you try to kick it to you that you turned down? Little baby. Oh. All right. Where was this? <laughs> how this happened? Talk to us. So it was some years ago, like right before he blew up really big. Like he was hand, he was passing out his mixtape, mm. and um, it was like on Memorial Day, like Labor Day. I was I was at the gas station going to get some snacks. We were headed to the beach, and he pulled up and like this big body, and you know he pulled up to me and he was like, "Can I give you my mixtape?" And then I was just like. Yeah, okay. You know, like, everybody had a mixtape. Like, especially in my area. (laughs) Mm. So, I took it from him. And then he was like, hey, he was like, you're beautiful. Can I get your number? And I was like, no, that's okay. And then it was crazy because, like, a few, like, a couple of months later, 
he blew up and I was like, yo, that's the guy that pulled up on me at the gas station. I still have that mixtape, like untouched and mixed edition. So do day. you do you regret that? <laughs> do you think you should have given him a shot or what? I do because let me tell you, I was kind of being, I'm not even going to flex. I was being a little judgmental. I was like, yeah. man, yeah. I was like another inspiring rapper. I got you. Damn I got man. you. I respect her honesty, though. I respect her honesty. Yes. Blew your blessings. Damn. Hello, who's this? Hi, right, good morning. My name is Tootsie. Hey, Tootsie. Hey, good Tootsie. morning. Mm, she's right. she about to give morning. us a whole list. Tootsie, go on, Tootsie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my uh, famous person that I turned down was Sanchez, the reggae artist. Oh, Sanchez, the I reggae artist. I was right with the Wagwan. He was. Where, where, where did y'all meet him? Okay. Where, where did you meet him? Okay, so my brother from old Alcatraz Sounds in Orlando, big up. Um, may he rest in peace. And he always had events. And he always invited Sanchez to perform and he was my favorite artist. Like I loved his voice, loved his sound. Mm -hmm. I was a little disappointed that he was coming on to me and I'm like, you know, I love you. I love your voice. I love your music. And this man is coming on to me. Not once, but twice when he met me. So yeah. So you are, offend you are offended that one of your favorite artists was coming on to you? I, I was because his, his wife, the first time I met him, oh. his wife was big. Was traveling with him as soon as she turned her back he's like coming on to me giving me this number and i'm like dude, oh okay see i didn't i don't know sanchez i didn't know he was married see she was she felt disrespectful because he's somebody's husband first of all yeah yeah and i don't i don't do that you know i, I got you people my and you know i loved him as an artist period mm -hmm. you know sanchez it's all never get to mind oh, oh no i don't you. I'm missing you, yeah. sir. Yeah. Right. I know it now. You know it now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Tootsie. Mm. What if him and his All wife right, were ahead. swingers, though? Mm. She blew that opportunity. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she could have got swung around the room. What a one. <laughs> you stupid. What's the moral of the story? Don't block your blessing? Don't block your blessing. It's a, that, that aspiring rapper could end up being little Baby. That's right. Or Mozzie could have been with Drake. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mozzie could but Or you could end up with somebody... Like Blueface Daddy. Oh, stupid. You better stop turning down these people, honey. All right. You better stop. When we come back, we got your rumor report. What are we talking about? Double XL 2023 freshman class revealed. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. I am. And let's get to the rumors. Let's go. It's just for the mess of my news. Yeah, the ghetto. This is the rumor report. Allegedly on the Breakfast Club. Honey, it's ghetto up in here. Double XL 2023 freshman class revealed. Listen, a couple of these people, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know, but I'm actually happy that a lot of people are on here. Oh my God. Okay, so the artist featured in this year's freshman class, finesse two times. I love it. Lola Brooke, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Rob 49. Friday with two wise. Big shout out for Friday. Can we drop a clues bomb for him? I love him. Love him. Glorilla, of course. Sleazy World Go. Central C. Real Boston Richie. Latal. Is it Lata or is it Lutal? I got my little 19 year old little sister right here. It's, it's just La. All right, so mm -hmm. LaTyla, Tia Corinne, or Tia Corinne? Mm -hmm. That's Tia Corinne in D.C. to dawn, y'all. Now, 
I know some of y'all might be like, well, where's Ice Spice? Ice Spice reportedly turned down the spot because her schedule was too busy. That's what happened when you just get a popping single with Taylor Swift and it's like, nah, I'm a little too busy. I'm out here with my body friend. <laughs> so she couldn't make it. Oh. Yeah, she's been on tour, popping up uh, on uh, uh, her, her tour dates. On, on What's the name? Tour dates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tour mm-hmm. dates. It says here, the real story is who got the runner up slot and only made the cover because Ice Spice said no. Who's, who's that? But it, it said the real story here is who got the runner up slot. Oh, that's what they asked. And only made the cover because Ice Spice said no. Yeah, that's the okay. That's the real question. And they they wrote this wrong. Her sitting right there, she wrote it wrong. Okay. It meant to say the the uh, the real person. It, they just trying to say who took our place because she couldn't make it. Do you have that? It doesn't matter. I think they, they okay. you know congratulations to everybody that made that freshman cover. For a lot of people, on a, being on that freshman cover really changes their lives. It, it, yeah. it opens it up for labels if they have not signed and it, it also you know pushes them out to get a lot of shows. So congratulations to every artist on that freshman cover. Let me ask you as a DJ. Yes. Not the damn Tyrese. I'm sick of you. Yo, <laughs> let me ask you as a DJ. Do you know this whole list? No, I don't know the whole you list. Don't. I no. think you should. I know majority of them. You do? Finesse Two Times, Lola, Bo- uh, Lola Brooke. Yeah, uh, we do too. Ride 49, Friday, of course, Glorilla, Too Rare, uh, Sleazy a- World. Okay. Uh, Real Boston Richie. I'm not up on him. Lou Tyler, I've heard before. It's not, it's not Lou, it's Lou. I was Lou Tyler. Most of them I, I've heard before. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever heard Friday? Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I love him. So I'm actually really, really happy and proud of him for being on this list. All right. Tyler Perry reportedly second-guessing the BET acquisition. I read that with, with such ease. I love that. I'm mm-hmm. doing better and better. All right. The source is close to BET claim deal. Uh, they deal, the, whatever. So Tyler Perry is hesitant to go through with the purchase of BET because Paramount is asking for $3 billion. The purchase would include BET, VH1, and BET Plus streaming service. Tyler Perry already owns 25% stake in BET and BET Plus. Tyler Perry is hesitant to pay the $3 million because BET Group is reportedly only earning $325 million before interest, taxes, and depreciation, and that the, the big A word, whatever. All right. It was also reported that public record shows that Paramount, which owns BET, is in a $15.6 billion debt. Yeah. Wow. So if you got if you buy BT, you have to buy the debt. And Tyler's like, I ain't ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Three billion. Wow, y'all not even worth that. And even for three billion, think about it. If if they only make three hundred and something million dollars a year, that means he's making his money back what? Three, six, nine years he'll make the three mm. billion dollars. So he won't be able to turn a profit if it continues like this for nine years. Is it worth it? Uh Tyler yeah. Perry doesn't need it. It would be a great investment if he got it for a better price and be able to invest it because Tyler Perry could put his own uh stuff on air. Seriously. Yeah, you know what I mean? So uh, as a business move, I'm sure they're looking at it. But, you know, coming with that $1.5 billion debt, you said? Yeah. Nah, B. Yeah, that, that's a lot. Uh, I need a discount. Yeah, no, seriously. A source said Tyler Perry is frustrated because he's used to getting what he wants. And I, I definitely do understand. And the story came out that he had already got it. Right. That was apparently a fake story, though, mm-hmm. um, because he didn't know that it was $3 billion. I, I'm guessing, like... Maybe they were negotiating and he had to, you know, go yeah. through the numbers. But I would say this. If, if Tyler doesn't get it, I don't know who would buy it. Because if he's not buying, if Tyler's not buying it because it's not a good investment for him, who would buy it because it's a good investment for them? Because I really don't see anybody else that would be, you know, that could take it, that could put their own programming yeah. on. 50 could. 50, you know, he has a lot of programming, but Tyler he's just has a lot them. of yeah. programming. Tyler could put on a, a show every hour. Every hour. Every hour. So Literally. it would make sense to Tyler to get it, but I just don't know if it's a good investment. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. And people react to Joey Badass and Saraya's relationship listen i ain't gonna lie i ain't never been 
happy to just give a man who ain't my man away to somebody. I ain't gonna lie. Joey, Joey Badass was mine. And I'm sorry, my real man is probably listening right now. I shouldn't have said that. What you mean Joey Badass was yours? Joey Badass was mine in my head. Like, I oh, love oh, me some Joey oh, Badass. And some Lakeith Stanfield, but I, yeah, I, he turned me down. So it was like, all right, not mine. Lakeith and Joey was your man. Yeah, both of them. Okay, all right. But yeah. Anyway, now Soraya got him. Got him. And I love it. I love it. I, I ain't never been so happy to give a man away, you know, to somebody mm -hmm. who ain't mine. I, I love it. And and apparently other people love it, too. It says Soraya moved on from Jacob to Joey Badass. Sis has superb taste. Okay. Jacob. Oh, she was with Jacob Lattimore. Yes. What? <laughs> oh, that's why everybody's like, what? Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. Soraya, no, give me Joey back. What's going on with Jacob? Oh, man. Anyway, all right. Somebody else said Joey Badass did a real vacation for Soraya. I love to see it. Joey Badass and Soraya really are a thing. Joey Badass with Soraya. That's my MFing girl. I love her. Um, I love that for her because Joey Badass is something different. Ooh, you know what? Okay. So, it, it, it was uh, months ago. The rumors were swirling about Joey Badass and, and Soraya being in a relationship. They both denied rumors. Um, but, oh, God. Here we go with the fan. They both denied it, but they just got seen over the... Over the weekend that they was on a vacation. So they together. They but, together. But the real question is, what you going to do when you go home later on when your man just heard you say, Joey Badass is mine in my head? I'm delusional. I just came from the cabaret. They, I had some drugs and I, I was drugged and I just was, I'm delusional. Jesus with that. Christ. And that is your rumor report. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix, and we're also going to talk about Jess Hilarious out last night. I mean, if you just joined us, Jess Hilarious went out last night. She hung out with Jocelyn. Then she followed a random white woman, and then she met up with uh, Dave Chappelle. We're going to talk about this yes, story when we was, come back. Yes, Because she's here with only one shoe on, too. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here, of course. So now... We got invited to Jocelyn's Cabaret. Yes, we did. At Starlet. Yes. Uh, she said that it, it was going to start at 6. She was going to get on at 8, and I'll mm -hmm. be home by 10. Mm -hmm. I knew that was a lie. What time did she get on? She got on at 10.30. She got on at 10.30. <laughs> okay. But you didn't come. You lied to her and told her that you were coming. You didn't come. I had my spies checking to see what time she was getting on, and I knew she wasn't getting on at that time. She got on at 10.30. So, yo. so you, went, you went and hung out with Jocelyn last night. I did, man. I was even about to go to the at the, at the party, but I ended up in the good presence of Dave Chappelle. No, let's just start with the story. So oh, there was a God. white woman in the uh, the strip club last it, it night. Looked like she didn't even belong there. Did That's why I was there. like, "Is this the owner?" No, I ain't no. She ain't gonna own this. I'm like, okay. I, I I honestly thought like she was like the own the real owner of Zeus or something. Right. She looked like she did. She had like. Uh, she had like a nice coat over her shoulders her mm -hmm. legs were crossed she had on some nice boots and some nice cute like Gucci glasses mm -hmm. and her hair was up but her red lip I said who you here with I ain't gonna lie I said who you here with and and she was like she it don't matter about that but she leaned over an hour later and was like have you ever met Dave Chappelle and I was like no she was like you wanna go meet him tonight and I was like yeah, what you got in mind? So you follow like, this this white woman that you never met before yes. that just said she knew Dave Chappelle. Yes. All right. I, I I knew it was a reason why she was there. She was on a quest of some sort, and I was like, okay, she's not here for the cabaret. I knew she was. She didn't stand up one time. You know, historically, when white people say follow us, is never good. I know. So you followed her. All right. So I you, did. So you followed this white woman. Go ahead. Did y'all get in the car with each other? I did. I got in her car. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. I was, I was drinking at the cabaret. Right. Yeah, so my you, sister got in with me too. So, oh, now you gonna blame your sister? Yeah. she did too. Yeah, so, right, so go ahead, so go ahead, tell me the story. So, so we was there, and, and, and it was cute. What Our kind car of car? Was real what kind cute. of car? Paint the picture. I ain't even gonna hold you. It was a Fiat. 
It was one, one of them cars that J Lo be driving around. All right, all right. Fiat. Yeah, it was, it was a cute little Fiat. So y'all hopping like, the Fiat. So now y'all you know? real close because it's tight in that Fiat. Yeah, it was like a little toy car. We all drove right. and she was like, yeah, what type of music do you like? Do you like to listen to? And I'm like, okay, all right, cool, you know. And then and then we we pulled up. She was like, so it's about 18 minutes away and, and we'll be there soon. You can relax and go to sleep if you want to just take a nap. So I'm like, all right. I felt a little weird, but I was like, you know what, Dave Chappelle. So now, so now the, the white woman tells you take a nap. You take yeah. a nap as she drive where you don't know where you're going. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right she cool. All right, it's fine. You know, she said Dave Chappelle. So then we ended up, we pulled up, we got there. We had to go through like five different doors. It was like in the basement. Then we went through another basement, a secret passageway. And then we gave them our phone. I ain't give them my phone. It was like, you, you, you just hilarious. I know you just hilarious, but we need your phones. I was like, dang, I left them in the car. But she had her phone in her hand, so they, she gave him the phone, they put it in the lock socket, they gave it a socket, right? We get in there, it, it, all his openers was funny, fantastic. He got on stage, he killed it, mm -hmm. murdered it, right? After that, we went back to his green room, yo, we was lit, chilling. He know who I am, he said he loves me, mm -hmm. he's a fan of mine. We was just talking, chopping it up, yo, until he like almost fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And then when we was about to leave out, I think it was like, what, maybe three in the morning? He's like, Jess, where you going? I said, I got work in like an hour. He was like, all right, have fun. Do your thing. And I was like, okay. And now, I, yo, it was just amazing. Now, no, wait, 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 wait. Then you walk in this morning. I now, if, you're not, if you don't live in New York area, it was rainy this morning. It was rainy. You come in with one shoe on. One shoe. And one Louis Vuitton. Uh, it's Fendi. Oh, sorry. One Fendi. One, one Fendi slipper. Excuse, excuse yeah. moi. I'm sorry. And one Fendi uh, flip-flop. Yes. It's fur. Yes. Mink. Yes. So what happened to the other one, and why'd you only come in with one shoe on? Listen, my videographer knocked on my door at 540. I supposed to have been up, makeup ready, all of that. This ain't even what I planned to wear, but this is my own, very own clothing line. Shop Doctor Who is it's training gear or whatever. It's fitness gear. But no, I didn't plan to wear this. I wore this the other day, so I probably smell like... You wore the other day where? Some people. You, but you were the other day up here? Up here, I drove up here. I rode up here with this on. Oh, like, okay, all right. He not this makeup from last night. I was trying to find my other slipper because I couldn't find my shoes. My son stole my Yeezys yesterday, and I was like, "Yo," he was like, "It's five fifty-six. I said, "Damn!" I had I only had one slipper on. We ran. He got he got all of it on camera. And I, I still made it to work. You, did, you made it to one work on time. Up. I'm not gonna lie, you made it to work on time. The I, first thing she said when she walked here is, "Envy, I made it. Do I stink? Do I smell? Can yeah, you smell I just want to make I sure I don't no, stink. Okay, I don't smell. I don't stink. I don't stink. All right. Ah, so from the cowboy to Dave Chappelle, that's what happened. Don't don't ever judge a book. You can meet somewhere, somebody, anywhere. That white woman led me right to a pot of gold. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. Don't yes. move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. And now you have a positive note for the people, Jess? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Don't judge every white book by its cover. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.